Hello and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. So, um, how's everybody feeling today? Let me just do a, um, as you kids say, a vibe check. Can we do a vibe check? Would it be Is too that- sonically unpleasing for me to blow a big raspberry? Because that's how I'm feeling today. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine the biggest raspberry. Yeah, just imagine I did that. Is that a thing that you say? Can I, like, do you say that to friends? Like, can I do a vibe check with you? <laughs> um, I think before you, you can say anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to stop you. Um, I think before I've said like, let's do a general vibe check. How's everybody feeling? I don't know if I've said, can I do a vibe check with you? <laughs> How are your vibes, Taylor? I. Always immaculate. Every day, all the time. <laughs> what does immaculate mean? <laughs> immaculate the vibes are vibes. immaculate. Yeah. Yes. See, I know what the the kids they say. I know what they yeah. say. Can I can I tell you something that was said to me last night? So we were taking Charlie and Cooper to dance class, and okay, first of all, I thought we were going to be out of town for their recital again, which we moved like. We, we, we were supposed to be out of town a certain weekend and we moved it thinking we would miss their Christmas recital again. And then I thought we moved it to win it anyway. The point is, I just found out we will, in fact, be in town because I had the dates all mixed up, which is great. Except then all of a sudden they were like, do you have these tights? Do you have these leotards? Do you have these things that you need? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then they looked at me and said, do you have your nude Leos? Your nude, nude leotards. leotards? OK, well, yeah. you, you figured that out a lot faster than I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at them, and Justin looks at me, and I go, "My noodleios," and he and I'll they see go, you uh-huh. added a syllable, <laughs> and and Justin yeah, says, fault. "Do we have noodleios, Sydney?" And I said, "I don't know, Justin. Do we need noodleios?" And they said, "I don't know. Do your girls need them?" And I said, "Do do they need noodleios? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I'm like, am I having a stroke? I don't know what's happening. Do they need noodleios?" And they were like, hold on, let me find out. And so the one woman is yelling to the other woman, like, did Charlie and Cooper need nude nude Leos? And I'm like, nude Leos, what, are, what am I putting on my, what are they? What am I purchasing now? What am I buying? It was it, a nude leotard. Yeah. You and Justin have escaped every escape room you have ever been locked <laughs> in. And you could not use your context clues and figure that one out. Yeah. I didn't know what a nude was and I was thinking as I here's the thing the way they do it is like because we already pay them for the dance classes if you need a piece of like dance I was gonna say equipment but I guess paraphernalia dance paraphernalia like a leotard or if you needed tap shoes or something they all they sell them there too and they'll just bill you for it so like when you buy something there there's no exchange of money there's no receipt they just like stuff something in a bag and hand it to you and then you get like a little thing in your email an invoice for whatever you have purchased and so like i'm handed this brown paper bag and i'm thinking what could be in here what am i about to see in this brown bag that is a noodleio it was so exciting it was there's such little mystery in your life when you're this old you know like you have so much figured out and then somebody just hands you a brown paper bag and says here's your noodleio and you don't know what it is Sydney, you're adding a syllable into the phrase noodleio that makes it a completely different thing that doesn't exist and this seems like something you did to yourself because i know there's no way a dance teacher called them noodleios you're adding an when when you are uh 
the, the, the smartest person on, in the world. <laughs> Sometimes you have to purposely create wonder in your life. You have to choose to ignore facts and sometimes add syllables to add mystery to your life because you are just all knowing. I just needed something fun. (laughs) Sid, you heard what you wanted to hear. I really didn't know what a noodleio was, but it is. That sounds like a Pokemon. That's nothing. A A noodleio is nothing. No one called it that. No one said that. It's nothing. It is a nude leotard. Um, Have you told our mother this? She would be so disappointed in you. No, I haven't I told her about the Noodleo. I bet mom knew what a Noodleo was immediately. <laughs> if I did, her. I know mom did. No, I had no idea. And you know what was wild is like just a few minutes before that, I was talking to one of the other parents that I know from work, and we were just talking about, I don't know, whatever, the things parents talk about when they're waiting to pick their kids up from stuff, which is just like random assortment of whatever. And he said something about like, and then of course I can't forget the Noodleo. And I just go, <laughs> yeah. Like, don't, but don't say anything because I'm thinking, like, man, I don't know what that is. But, like, I'm not going to say, like, I don't know what that is because it wasn't a conversation where you would say, you know, like some conversations you just kind of let things slide and don't ask for further explanation because you know it's not, that's not the situation. It's the, it's the emphasis you're adding to. I know there's <laughs> no way another person said nude Leo. It's two words probably pronounced nude Leo. The, uh, the emphasis you're adding. You're creating a word. Did you hear it that way? (laughs) Maybe. I I know there's no way way someone called it a nude Leo. (laughs) It was just the whole thing. Like all of a sudden my whole um, what the next few weeks look like just got turned on its head because like, oh, we are going to be in town. Oh, my gosh. I have to figure out like their costumes and I don't know everything. And then there were nude Leos and I didn't know what was happening. (laughs) Uh, so just own up that you like that word better and you want to pretend that it was something more exciting mm-hmm. I, I do like the word noodle better <laughs> than noodle it's a great word I don't know what I it is I do feel like the stress was on noodle noodle I mean again it sounds like a Pokemon yeah. I, would, I would main a noodle yeah it does sound like a Pokemon it's very cute it's a cute word but I, anyway so I, Maybe a, a, a like a, a taupe colored snake. Charlie got hers. A Cooper doesn't. With a mane, like a like a lion, Ooh. but a snake. Ooh. And or like it's a, it's a noodley. Or like one of those I ghost like that. types that's like disguised as something else, but it's a ghost. Oh. It's just like a little bowl of noodles. <laughs> <laughs> like that. That'd be oh, good. A little bowl of noodles. And inexplicably does ballet. Uh-huh. Sure. Yep. It's fine. Yeah. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. I've been very into the new Pokemon. Same. Yeah. Same. I've, I've, I beat it. I lost a few days of my life and I I'm triggered the very melancholy, weird, soft pop song that plays. I, you beat it already? Oh my gosh. I don't know how to do things slowly and over time. That's why I avoid video games until I'm like, well, I've got three days to throw into the void. Let's go. That's fair. I'm also the same, but I had to force myself. I started playing it over Thanksgiving break and then had to force myself to lock my Switch away when I got back to school. Mm. So I haven't been allowed to touch it <laughs> since getting back. No, I, ha- I, see, I have to play a game until I am not just like bored with it. I have to be offensively sick of it to get myself to stop like i have to play it until i'm like not no not another minute ever again (laughs) stop god that's good yeah well um i don't i don't know um 
Riley, tell us about what we're talking about. I don't know how to get there. I don't, <laughs> um, I don't know how to get there. It has nothing to do with noodles uh, or Pokemon or anything. Uh, uh, no, I, I don't got it. Um, it's Falling for Christmas. <laughs> it's the, the Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie is what you know it as. Anyone listening? Yes. No one knows the name of it. <laughs> Yeah, th- nobody knows the name of this movie. It's the, you know that movie on Netflix with Lindsay Lohan and Christmas? That's the one. And the guy from Glee. Yes, and the guy from Glee. Which, it, it took me a full, like, 20 minutes of the movie to go, why do I know that guy? Why do I know that guy? Why? Oh, I don't, the guy from Glee. I don't know Glee. Which one was the guy from Glee? The blonde the one. main guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. His, oh, his real name is Cord. Cord. Cord Overstreet. Right? Which is mm. just, yeah. he was born to be a, a an actor uh, with yes. that name. That yeah, sounds that a... like a name you make up on the spot. If somebody asks you your name and you're like, can't give you my real name, got to give you a fake name. Oh, that wasn't very good. I didn't use a name. I used an object. It's it def- does look crap. like, it does sound like a Hollywood name. Yeah. It's definitely something you'd see in like a stereotypical comedy where like they're trying to come up with a name and they're looking around at the things around them mm-hmm. and they're like outside and there's some sort of like cord running down the street, like an extension cord and they're like a oh, cord and they look over and like they're on a street with the name over and it's over street. And then it's like, oh, that was a bad. Why did I come up with that? I just picked objects around me. I don't, but I don't think it's a stage name. I don't think it's a nom de plume. No, it's his name. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then of course Lindsay Lohan, and then there are other people in this film as well. <laughs> no, it's just them. <laughs> uh, it's so. If you want a quick summary of the plot, it's overboard, but at a ski resort, Christmas, Christmas. Okay, now. Now wait a minute. You're leaving out a lot. Give of, us the nuance, A lot right? of the tropes that we knew we were going to have. Um, one, we've got big city girl who's too important, too famous for Christmas, right? And of too course, then who Christmas. does who does her future um, counterpart have to be? But some scrappy small town boy who I don't know has some sort of running. A rundown business that's going to be replaced by big business. In this case, it's a hotel. Um, and of course, he is a widower with a child, and her mom, uh, Lindsay Lohan, also has a parent that is gone because you always got to have one of them with, without both parents. Um, and yeah, she's married or getting engaged to the mean, rich guy. What's his name? Tad. And now wait. Tad is uh, mean. I don't think it's fair to Tad. At first, he is the stereotypical mean rich guy because he doesn't seem like he's very interested in her. He doesn't seem like he really cares about their relationship beyond like the likes and the selfies. Um, I think we get some good character development from Tad throughout the course of the film. Yes. Self-involved. Yes. Um, He's he's very self-involved and... I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I, I agree that I don't think by the end of the movie he's like a bad guy. He's just obviously not like looking for true love. Of yeah. course she wasn't yeah. either. Right. Right. Um they it was very much like a like an Instagram marriage. Um for yes. the for the likes. Um but then they're <laughs> up on a mountain. Is that a thing? At a ski- do people do that? Is that a thing? I mean, I don't know if like a whole marriage, but definitely like you know the aesthetic pictures and everything like that people mm. do for the views like them making a trip up to the top of the secret mountain just to take pictures sure. i know they're influencers that have done that before um 
and of course when they're up on this trip to take selfies she falls off the giant mountain somehow Mm -hmm. is okay except for she hits her head and uh then gets amnesia but the movie bonks her head right on a tree yeah the movie kind of amnesia where she doesn't know her name or anything about herself or anyone Mm. Um, retrograde amnesia mm mm-hmm and then she's picked up and saved by a scrappy small town hotel boy. Um, I would like to say that they they improved on the plot of Overboard because I was sitting there thinking about like, so, okay, small town hotel boy has met her briefly at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. But, like, he, but he doesn't recognize her. Right. She's wearing big glasses and a fun hat when they meet. So it's yes. very brief and she is a little obscure. I, and she is very much the kind of character who wouldn't necessarily notice or care about who this plain person is in, in her lobby who bumped into her and got cocoa on her dress or whatever the heck the scene is. Yeah. You know, so like it's believable that he wouldn't recognize her immediately. Sure. And that's a big improvement over the plot of Overboard because I was sitting there thinking about it. And in the plot of Overboard, the rich woman is on her yacht and the carpenter guy is fixing something on the yacht. And then she falls off of the yacht, loses her memory, and he tricks her into thinking she's his wife Mm -hmm. and takes her home. That's a problematic plot in retrospect. That's kidnapping. That's yeah, yeah. Subduction. Yeah, like <laughs> I was sitting there movie? thinking about like why? Why is this different? What is different? And I started thinking like, oh, because he tells her, "You're my wife. This, these are our kids. Clean my house." Isn't there a horror movie like that? <laughs> Where yeah, I think that is that is the horror movie. <laughs> horror movie I know. Like a woman, all of a sudden, someone, Overboard yeah. became a horror movie in my head. I was like, whoa! I watched that as a kid. <laughs> There is one, though. A woman gets amnesia and is taken out to like a cabin, and there's a man who's with her who says they're married. Oh, yes. What was that? Well, that I don't know a, that one. I feel like that's got like a, like a Disney oh, star in well, it. Oh, well, like, okay. Like... There's that one that they did recently. I'm thinking of an older one. Is it called Misery? Maybe there's an old one. Oh, no. That's, that's, not, that's not Misery. Okay. Maybe it's not then. This one, though, with Brenda Song from Disney. That That's, that's the a, same, right? Yes, like, that's isn't a horror she, movie. She's got amnesia and someone... He takes her home and says they're married and and doesn't let her leave. And they remade Overboard where they flipped the genders. But I don't know if the same thing applied where they like someone intentionally tricked somebody into thinking you're my spouse. I think that's I think that I think this is. So what I'm saying is the Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie is an improvement on that because he has no malicious intent. Um, it's not a horrifying like <laughs> tale of deceit. Like, yeah, he, he just he doesn't know who she is. She doesn't know who she is. It's fine. Well, yes, it is kind of weird though that she can't remember who she is. So obviously, she can't give them any tips of like where she was or who's looking for her. And her friends and family back at the hotel thought she was like going away with her fiance, so they didn't think she'd be there. But mm-hmm. it is kind of weird that there was no effort on the part of like the actual police officer that was there to like, I don't know, post your picture <laughs> or something. Well, here's here's what was weird to me. Okay, so they so Tad and what's Lindsay Lohan's characters? Sierra. Sierra, Sierra yes. or Sarah, depending on which ski lodge we're at. Sure. Mm-hmm. So Tad and Sierra set off on a snowmobile to go up the 
Secret Mountain. They're not, they cannot be that far from the resort. And then she falls down the other side of the mountain and lands on the property of other ski resort. Scrappy resort. Right. They're, they can't be that far apart. How has nobody thought to check the other ski resort? This is part of my question. Like, why, was no, why wasn't the police officer involved? Like, well, maybe I'll check that other ski resort. That's right there on the other side of the mountain. Also, isn't she supposed to be super famous? Yeah, she's like Instagram famous. Nobody recognized her. She's like an influencer. I think, I think uh, if you mind for plot holes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan holiday joint, you, you will find them. That's fair. Uh, that's, yeah. That's very true. Um, there is, of course, in this Christmas movie, like all others like it, uh, an old man who mysteriously looks a lot like Santa Claus. <laughs> Well, and who can do actual magic, uh-huh. like documented ma- acts of magic. Okay, but can we talk, because I mean, this is a bit of a monkey's paw situation, because before she falls off the mountain, the, the daughter of the oh, every man, man, hotel owner, I don't know. <laughs> guy from uh, Glee. <laughs> yeah, Guy from Glee. Jake? Uh, Jake. Sure. Okay. Why not? Seems uh, <laughs> like a good guess. Well, she wishes that there's some sort of like, like Christmas wish, like to save the the lodge and and I guess whatever. And like this is what like Santa magic is like. Okay, we're gonna throw this couple off a mountain, <laughs> and she's gonna get her wish, and and break them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean subject Tad to like like foraging through the the snowy wilderness. Tad almost alone. dies out in the snow. <laughs> Absolutely, almost died. He, that also, yeah. like, his improbable journey back with the ice fisherman is also very strange. It's a weird, like, like side plot mm-hmm. of that. that. I mean, I was there for it, but I was like, where is this going? Well, because that's what, every time we'd go back to them, that's what immediately Justin would be like, and I'm still in the movie. <laughs> like, why is this still, why are we still following this? Well, the- well they, they had to figure out because it, he would obviously say, oh, no, where is she? So they had to find a way to take him out of the story. But like, well, we can't kill him. That doesn't mean very dark. <laughs> that's worse that's than just, overboard. We just need him to be lost for like five to seven days. The ice fisherman, though, is like supposed to be well known to the people of this scrappy, scrappy hotel area. Uh, so why does it take him I, days and uh, probably weeks to walk is from it, where he is to this other hotel. Days just to hike to the road. Yeah. And it, no, it is just days. It's not weeks because even though they, so they give you the impression in sort of the montage of like Lindsay Lohan is obviously going to like f- start to fit into this scrappy ski resort and fall in love with the owner and be like this great sort of mother figure to this little girl and everybody loves her and whatever and all of this happens over the course of four days is that it (laughs) they they make that comment that it'd been four days well that like i could i think it's five altogether i think by the by the time they find her i think it's been like five days man well and after they find her and like oh she's gonna go back to her fancy life and the we keep saying scrappy ski resort. Like, it's a ski resort. It's lovely. Oh, it's It's very just nice. not like a very, like, it's not like the giant five-star resort. It's it's lovely. They, I don't know. Like, but, yeah. but so she's going to go back to her life. He's going back to his. And they have that montage of all of the time they spent together. And it's like, <laughs> we just saw these. Like, this is not, 
<laughs> it, it, it was a four-day relationship. This the montage yesterday. is just a review of the last 30 minutes of the movie. That is exactly what I said. I was watching this with mom and dad, and dad was like, oh, of course, here's everything we just saw 20 minutes ago. <laughs> it was like some long, like they had to include some clips like twice just to like bulk it up. Like, no, they really, they had a relationship together. That literally just happened. <laughs> I also think the one of the best moments of their four-day relationship is when she... So she's trying to do, like, regular household tasks and chores. Um, mm-hmm. And she thinks that she must have known how to do them, but she just doesn't remember. But, of course, the joke is, like, you know, she never had to do anything for herself because she was super rich. So she never knew how to do a lot of these basic things, like laundry, because she ends up knocking the whole thing of detergent into the washing machine and the whole room fills up with bubbles in a very hilarious manner. Um, mm-hmm. And... The the hotel Jake walks in and says, "Uh, this is the last thing I needed right now. That's it." And she like runs out of the room upset, and he has to go and have a big dramatic apology for saying like, "Hey, are you filling one of the rooms in my hotel that's already about to go under with bubbles and breaking my washing machine was the last thing I needed right now." Well, I mean, I she, mean, you know, she didn't mean. That's to. the downfall of their relationship in that moment. Like that's their fight they have. <laughs> He also at some point looks at her and says something like about like, why should I listen to you? You can't remember things. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, this is a, this is a lighthearted movie. But honestly, a woman who has no memory of her past and is just abandoned somewhere with no one looking for her. Like, that's pretty that's pretty sad, actually. And like, man, why yeah. is this dude a jerk? <laughs> well, they He's touch on it. Straight up jerk. <laughs> they touch on it occasionally, like, because his big thing is like, this is so exciting. I'm going to put this woman to work cleaning my hotel because she doesn't know who she is or <laughs> what she does. Take advantage of so this she, woman who has amnesia. Yeah, I'm going to take advantage <laughs> so of her. a traumatic accident. I'm going to mock her for not being able to flip pancakes. <laughs> but I'm going to put her to work. And this is great. And I'm so glad. And like, occasionally she's like, I just don't know why no one's looking for me. Cause like, that would be the thing you'd think, right? Like, dear God, no one's looking for me. <laughs> like, who am I that no one's looking for me? Like, there is another version of this movie. That's so sad. <laughs> but, but, but instead it's, oh, this is great. We got to we have a maid now. <laughs> um, I want to talk more about the, the romantic part of the movie. I don't know, but, before we do that, let's check the group message. So uh, we all know that the holidays can be stressful. Um, you want, you know, you you have a lot of people maybe that you value, that you love, that you treasure, and you want to get something for something special that shows them how much you care and that you thought about them. Um, and that can, as much as we all enjoy doing that, it can be stressful to think about what's the perfect gift for everybody on your list And that is why I would urge you to check out the premium audio products from Raycon. Raycon's wireless earbuds, headphones, and speakers offer premium sound. They have useful features, an almost custom, comfortable fit, and up to 54 hours of battery life. And I can can fully support that that comfortable fit because I have a problem with earbuds falling out of my ears all the time. This is is really, uh, it plagues me my, my entire, since earbuds have been in existence, life and earbuds from Raycon really do fit well they stay in place Um, they're super comfortable and as the person gifting them this season you've got to love that they start at half the price of other premium audio brands so it's a great deal Um, it most people on your list are going to love these 
Um, and for the next month, Raycon will have a countdown to Christmas with a new pop-up flash deal for you to take advantage of every single day. So you got to check that out. That's a new pop-up flash deal every single day. So Taylor, if our listeners want to check out Raycon, what should they do? Well, right now, go to buyraycon.com slash buffering to get 15% off site-wide with code HOLIDAY plus free shipping. That's code HOLIDAY at buyraycon.com slash buffering for 15% off your Raycon purchase. Again, that's buyraycon.com slash buffering. So one of the one of the issues, because I did, I will say overall, I do enjoy, I did enjoy this movie. I thought it was kind of, um, it knew what it was. It was very self-aware. You know, it, it didn't, it mm-hmm. wasn't reaching for anything beyond what it is. It was fun. It was funny. It was silly. Um, I thought Lindsay Lohan was enjoyable. I thought she seemed very self-aware of what this was. I I thought that the sparks between the two main characters weren't necessarily flying. <laughs> Definitely not. No. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I just didn't like. But I mean, I don't know if they were going for Hallmark movie affection if they are, they achieve that. Cause I always feel that when I watch a Hallmark movie, like that the two main characters are sort of like, this is platonic, but marriage, but platonic, but marriage will kiss off screen, but marriage. <laughs> I don't know. It's always this weird sort of very like buttoned up kind of romance. And this mm-hmm. felt like that to me. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think there was ever, I feel like in some of those, hallmark movies at least there's a moment where like even if it's super cliche and kind of cringy at least like part of me is like oh oh that's that's sweet that's nice i don't know if there was ever a moment where i watched them together and it was neither of their performances it was just like the the way i don't know they played off of each other it was just kind of like it's like a he's like her caretaker but also her like employer boss yeah i i don't know um it was it was an an odd dynamic because it was like the dynamic of overboard but without the triggery like there there was no like at least in overboard it's like okay well that's why she's like you know mm-hmm. trying to be like make it, it a romantic relationship because she thinks they're married i mean I, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I, it was hard for me to buy that they were falling in love with each other. And then you could almost get there until they tell you it's been four days. And <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> well, it also sort of lacks the element of like, I mean, it was what I was anticipating is that she was supposed to be like really awful and selfish and stuff. And she really wasn't before. Mm-mm. Like she, she seemed fine. She was already kind of questioning, like, I kind of want to make a name for myself. I don't really want my dad to hand me things. And, you know. She wasn't like mean to the people that took care of her. She was clearly pampered, but like she wasn't a bad person. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't that sort of like, oh no, like selfish rich girl, like, you know, loses her memory and then like gets back in touch with like the simpler things. Like, no, she was okay to start with. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, her but- fiance was seemed about on par with her. Like, it didn't seem that bad. I don't know why this guy's better just because he owns a ski lodge. I don't know. <laughs> They softened all those edges for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, it, and I mean, they had to sort of like pull back and soften the edges too to buy that like here, this guy's a widower um, and he is 
comfortable like not only like introducing this new woman to his daughter immediately but like becoming like he's in love with her after four days or at least says he is he's in love with her and it's like I have found a new mother for my child after four days and I am comfortable with this situation and also she doesn't remember who she is or where she's from or what her name is <laughs> and this is all fine and to buy all of that I think you do have to like make it all sort of like I don't know you're watching it through a filter you know what I mean yeah because, I mean, it's really fast. It's four days. Although, Sid, again, just like Tay said, we can't go looking for, we can't go looking for potholes in, in this movie. <laughs> it's, it's like a piece of Swiss cheese. It's full of them, but we ignore mm-hmm. them. I, I do. But delicious. But delicious. I do. Yeah, but delicious. I did like that they had the, uh, the, okay, Jake's uh, wife, who has passed away, her mother is still mm-hmm. a character yeah. prominent in the in the film. And she brings out what she says, I like to call this our memory book. Mm-hmm. And she has a scrapbook, but they've renamed it as if it's something different called a memory book. <laughs> I did have a weird moment then where I was like, that's a, it's a scrapbook. Although, you <laughs> I know, I like, I love that character because she's, she and his daughter both are just very good, like sweet, I don't know, people. Just kind of like, yes, those seem like good, good people. Um, but he kind of does the same thing to her that he does to Lindsay Lohan, except it's not like taking advantage of the girl with no memory to have her work for him for free. It's like taking advantage of his mother-in-law um, to like leave her to do all of the, the cleaning and the writing down reservations and everything. Like, I don't see him doing much work. He's just like kind of playing around with Lindsay Lohan a lot. Like they build yeah. gingerbread houses and... and walking around in the snow Dr- drives the sled yeah yes he, he, yeah. he drives the sled. <laughs> he drives that okay okay we have to talk about that scene so this is early in the film <laughs> it's in um <laughs> he's we're trying to demonstrate how like he's not doing well his ski lodge isn't doing well and so he the owner has to drive the horse-drawn sleigh himself to take two people out on a sleigh ride with I guess Coco or whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a feature you can pay for at the lodge. And as they show them riding along, they are just the two of them, these adults, are just wailing jingle bells at the <laughs> top of their lungs. Just like totally no not self-conscious at all and like that's fine. I cannot imagine where I am just sitting in the back of this sleigh with this one dude out in the middle of nowhere with Justin. And we are just like, you know what the thing to do right now is scream jingle bells at the top of our lungs. Yeah. At least not soberly. (laughs) And then, and then as they're doing it, they come along, they come across the body of Lindsay Lohan. And it's like, because he jumps out, (laughs) he jumps out of the sleigh. He's like, stay here. And you have to know, you have to imagine that in that moment, they're both looking and going, is that a corpse? Is that a corpse? I mean, is this part of it? That's what she looks like. Or the the guy from the ski lodge has now stopped in the middle of nowhere. And it's just the three of us. Is this where he murders us? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would be thinking. Is this where he takes the bodies? (laughs) (laughs) Who's that? Was she here before us? Oh, God. Well, the, 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 the movie can't really decide if like this this 
lesser ski lodge is like <laughs> charming and beautiful and magical and Christmas because the set decoration is beautiful. Like yeah. when she walks out that first day, but she's staying there. And it's just like the giant Christmas tree and all the wood and all the decorations. Like it's mm-hmm. beautiful, but it's got to be run down, but it's got to be beautiful, but it's got to be run. Like it's uh, it's lovely. Like, oh, I'm so sorry, you poor man, that your your day job is is riding a, a beautiful sled through a beautiful winter wonderland and people sing. Like, I don't know. Like, come on. Like, it gets again. Love- it's the plot. It's fine. But like, I love that they you're go- doing all right. They go to the Christmas market, and the thing that he covets is like a new sleigh. A new sleigh. <laughs> that would really change the business. <laughs> <laughs> that would open a lot of doors for me. That would really. Turn and Santa Claus around. is there. I like. Yeah, you need it. Yeah. Trust me, I'm you the guy this. to know. <laughs> I know sleighs. Don't not not that I know anything. Like I don't. I'm not Santa or anything. But yeah. wink. <laughs> he also was given and gifted this resort by his wife's father right is that like yeah. that was their wedding gift was this giant ski lodge yeah I mean, did, I you got it for point you got it for free bud these are just stories of generational wealth yeah uh, yeah i don't like it's it's hard to i don't know i, I, I don't know but he but he has he has used his position as owner of beloved ski resort to like really ingratiate himself with the town, yes. um, and garner their affection because mm-hmm. it is it is kind of nice at the end where they have the sort of like it's a wonderful life esque moment where they're like he's like thank you all for coming to my big ski lodge party that Lindsay Lohan organized for me and I'm really excited to have you all here and he's supposed to ask for money but he, like he doesn't know how to ask for money and they're like you don't have to ask for money bud we got you and they just put out a big box and fill it with money mm-hmm. it's a nice moment yeah yeah although the I- the idea of planning a christmas eve party with like 24 hours notice telling people come here for christmas eve and that many people showed up they said it themselves in the movie like i'm sure you have plans <laughs> it's christmas eve <laughs> But it wasn't. Nice and you moment. would think nobody had plans. Yeah, I, I want to like the um, the the grandmother. Mm-hmm. There's a, a a scene where she she's picked out a dress and shoes for Lindsay Lohan's character. Mm-hmm. And can we can we give props to Grandma? Because like I'm expecting it to be kind of like a like a beautiful shimmery Christmas gown. It's just hot. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Grandma was like, I I know I know what you've got going on under those plaid pajamas Lindsay Lohan <laughs> like I need to I need this to be shared with the world it is a very it, very beautiful dress that it is and it is not that is very clearly a departure from the hallmark formula mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. we are not talking like lovely adorable ball gown with your converse on here no 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 mm-hmm. this is like a bright red cocktail dress just very stunning hot yeah. Lindsay Lohan <laughs> Which does lead to a moment that is slightly different, which is like they're all standing there and she comes down the stairs. And if she was just dressed in something that was like the traditional, like lovely, conservative sort of ball gown thing, then everybody'd go and he'd be, you know, he'd get all like out of breath and like, oh, my goodness, she's so beautiful. But instead, it's like, hey. Hubba, hubba. And then the grandma's like, come Check on, out that come on, granddaughter. Yeah. Let's leave. <laughs> Let's oh, leave them alone. Let's get out of here. And I was like, my work here is done. Your dad is very lonely. Quick, run. There's a look on her face when she comes down the stairs and he's like looking at how beautiful she is. The grandma's just standing there nodding like, mm-hmm. Mm, mm-hmm. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I did, I did good. I know. 
it, it, it is a little bit uncomfortable. Like, oh, well, okay. Because <laughs> that his daughter also is not like super young. I mean, he's what, like nine, ten? Uh, he looks like, like he's probably nine or ten. Nine or ten. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, she's not like completely unaware of of mm-hmm. what is happening, and Grandma's just like, "Let's go. Let's leave them alone in the lobby of the hotel." Oh. <laughs> That is one complaint I had, and that's not. This isn't just about this movie. This is like lots of movies. I always feel like people don't really know how to write kids in movies, and so kids come across as these sort of like caricatures of what children are. This child is so pleasant and eager to please everyone, and just happy to be there and joyful at all things. And like, I don't know if you've ever been around kids, (laughs) (laughs) but they're not like. They're not like that all the time. When they were building gingerbread. your own children. Yeah. (laughs) When they were building gingerbread houses and it was all just like fun, sweet, playful time. That was the most, almost maybe the most unbelievable moment of the whole movie. I was like, there is no way you're sitting there with a small child building that gingerbread house. And it is all just going perfectly according to plan. I just built gingerbread houses with your two children. And it was, Mm -hmm. it was not that pleasant. Chaos. Yeah. It is chaos. Sometimes Cooper just turns around and punches me in the stomach and I don't know why, but <laughs> well, I was thinking that when like she was introducing when, when Sarah got her name uh-huh. and the, the, the daughter was introducing her to her dolls and <laughs> it's like, what child, if you're like, yeah, introduce me to your, your imaginary doll friends that like just politely gives each of their name and then gives you time to respond. Like, no, you're about to get some deep lore mm-hmm. for at least 20 minutes straight. <laughs> you are not just going to like, this is Jake and this is Sarah. Nice to meet you. And then silence. No. And none of no. them are named Sarah. None of them have real people names. No, 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 absolutely not. And it's also weird that she's like, Sarah, Hmm, I like that. I'll also have the name that your stuffy has. <laughs> That's oh. that's what I'll do. See, it's close to Sierra. That's yeah. why it triggered a memory. Mm, I get it. I get it. Um, I'm just saying. I don't think we can go without talking about, I think, one of the better aspects and more nuanced aspects of the film, which is that I think, and they don't explicitly say this, but I think that Tad is um, queer. I don't know if bisexual, oh, yeah. pansexual. Get that little bisexual moment uh-huh. at the end. Yeah, something. They, um, yeah, they definitely insinuate that. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's he's with Lindsay Lohan in the beginning, um, but then by the end of the film, he, he has this romantic subplot with Ralph, the ice fisherman. Um, I, was, I was hoping that would happen, but it didn't. Yeah. So that doesn't I, happen, but then he ends up in the limo with Lindsay Kevin. Lohan's assistant? You're right? Male assistant? Is that what yeah. he is? Yes. Is it Kevin? I forget. Or does he, he either works at the hotel he, or he's something, her yeah. assistant yeah. or something like that. He might work at the hotel. I think you're right. Yes. But yeah, they yeah. they end up riding off together. Yeah, I got the impression that that was a romantic thing too. Mm-hmm. I, d- I definitely got that vibe. That's that's good. That's good Netflix. <laughs> well, that's what I felt like. I was waiting for like the evil reveal with him, like especially because he was clearly like the ring that he gave her. Clearly, he had some sort of sponsorship deal worked out with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I didn't know if it was going to be like, oh, I was just using her for the likes and clicks or something. But no, like I like that character that it just kind of like, no, this is what he's he, he's an influencer. Mm-hmm. He cares about his likes and his numbers. Yes. But he's also, he's going to bounce back. Real When he looks at her, he's like, wow, you're breaking up with me on Christmas. And she's just kind of like, mm, you'll bounce back. And he's like, you're right, I will. 
Good luck. Yeah. Can, can I write, can I share this? <laughs> yeah. Like, kind of like I was like, you know, traditionally that would have been sort of a trope evil character mm-hmm. and he wasn't and that was very refreshing. Mm-hmm. He just knew what he wanted and he was going to keep working for it. I, I am team Tad at the end of this. That's of all the characters of this movie like that's that's who I would hang out with. That's who I want that's who I want to know. That's fair. Yeah, I think I think he seems like a fun time and I I appreciate that in movies. I feel like that that's been a shift over time, a generational kind of change, which is even like the bad characters, the you know, the villains of the story are not always like, I don't know, they're not that bad. They just didn't share our goals. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not villains. There's just people that want different things and mm-hmm. it's okay to not have like a bad person. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is often the downfall of a lot of those actual Hallmark movies is like the bad person is usually the ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend that is like career focused and oriented and isn't like fluffy and warm and all about the holidays and christmas spirit and all that like that's usually the bad guy it's like well no they just they just like have a hard job probably <laughs> well Tad just like also, wants to be an influencer it seems to work really hard at it yeah job yeah it's well and it's a way of showing like a little more respect for your audience's intelligence because like if you if you make the ex like a caricature of a bad person like i can't spend christmas with you babe because i'm too busy you know, drinking with my boys and then doing my business work. And that's all I care about. You know that. Finance. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm doing finance work with finance bros. (laughs) Just get over it, babe. Like, if that's the, if that's the ex or whatever, then it's not, it's not emotionally complicated. Like, good. That was, that was bad person. Right. Get rid of bad person. So I think it's nice to have like a little more respect for the audience to say like, you can handle this. This is a little more nuanced. It's a little more complex. It's like life. There are rarely people in your life who are like totally bad or totally good. Most people in your life are kind of both all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Except for that little girl. She is just always, always good. You need you gotta have people who know kids in that room, man. Oh my you gosh, have somebody who knows kids. And when she yep. says that her Christmas wish was for some him to have someone to love or something like that, like no, absolutely not. No nine year old, that's their Christmas wish. They are wishing for uh, uh, an LOL doll or or some slime <laughs> or like an iPad, well, like an iPad. <laughs> yeah. It, it also bummed me out when the, the grandmother was like, oh, he hasn't smiled since, you know, his, his wife died. Like, he's got a whole child. Like, <laughs> that, yeah. like it's, he's, he's got he's got you like that's you know, it is traditional in like movies like this. Like, oh, no, every, you know, romance is the ultimate goal of everything. But like he seemed to have a pretty OK life, pretty fulfilling, like loving life going on romance is a bonus but come on the kids are right there don't say that her father doesn't smile in front of her i know also the 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 angel he bought with his wife to put on a christmas tree they bought together and then he hadn't put it up because you she passed Mm -hmm. away he he like didn't want to talk about it and then he's like no it's time for me to put this up now with Lindsay lohan who i met three days ago I moved right. on. I'm over my dead wife. I'm ready to put this angel on a tree. Like, no, no, what? No. Yeah. Well, the, I think that's the only thing is like they were trying to figure out how can we have her be missing for long enough that she can fall in love with Jake 
but not so long that it's like ridiculous. <laughs> Can you imagine you know? if she's been like, she's for gone like for six a year? <laughs> <laughs> this is like Groundhog Day. She was actually missing for three thousand years. <laughs> I feel like you could like what like what if like the 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 more I don't know smaller wholesome resort there's a big snowstorm and they don't have internet mm. so she's just there she could have been there for a while and meanwhile like ever, like Tad is leading up like a I don't know a remembrance Instagram hashtag for her because oh, yeah. everything she's lost it it could have you could have made oh, that, that would have been funny call me up netflix because he definitely would have like that would have been in character for mm-hmm. him right oh my gosh that would have been funny mm. but then but then he wouldn't have had his whole adventure with the ice fisherman that's true, true. i uh, i just wanted more development that. in that story like i wanted to see the ice fisherman get his, yeah. his influencer status that definitely felt like it was going a romantic direction for a while maybe that's the sequel <laughs> well you know i, sh- I ship those two Tad i and the didn't ice see fisherman. that I think it says more about you that you did. <laughs> I did. There okay. was a, there was a mo- no no no. There's a face that Tad gave him when they're walking through the woods, mm-hmm. and he says something about the the snowshoes that he's wearing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And he says something. <laughs> Ralph says something about having big feet, and Tad gives him a look where I'm like, okay, hold on, wait a I minute. I saw it too. I saw it too, and I and I thought like oh, you're fighting okay. for survival right now, and that's what okay. you're thinking about. Okay. I, I think Tad just knows that he's here for a good time, not a long time, and I respect that. <laughs> well, um, Riley, I'm so glad you had us watch this movie because it was fun. An instant holiday classic. Oh, good. I'm I'm glad you all enjoyed it. It was definitely a nice uh, mental break for me. Didn't have to think too hard. Um, Sydney, what's next? Well, speaking of holiday classics, um, I don't think we've ever talked about Home Alone on this show. Oh. So. We will continue holiday themed and do Home Alone next time. I can tell you all the legal analyses my torts professor made of that movie. I've done a medical analysis too. Well, there you go. This yeah. could be I'm very just kidding. boring. I won't do that. It'll be <laughs> I was going to say, we're going to get boring. it from both sides next week. Huh? All right. <laughs> Party on. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all. Um, Everybody should watch. What is the name? Fall, falling, falling for Christmas. For Christmas. Falling for Christmas. We didn't mention that they keep including the joke where she's singing the song that she sings in Mean Girls. Yeah. Yes. Right? Jingle like Bell Rock. And she like, does. It's a joke at the beginning, and then at the end, they actually. I guess there's a re-recording with like I think a rap verse in the middle of it that's probably mm-hmm. available on very I, just to add Somewhere. to your Christmas playlist. Yeah. Like no, you're like, right. No, we, I noticed that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I love that. I was like, because Justin didn't know what I was talking about. I was like, hey, Mean Girls. He was like, what? It took me a rewatch to realize that. that. That was good. I think they leaned a little too heavily on assuming people would appreciate that because they came back to it multiple times. But you Multiple know, times. It was good. It was good. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all. Um, we'll do Home Alone next week. You can go to MaximFun.org for a lot of great podcasts that you would enjoy. You can email us at stillbuffering@maximfun.org, and you can tweet at us at stillbuff. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Mine. This has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am still buffering. And I am too. too. Baby,
be careful. Don't fall down any mountains. Or if you do, I hope you find an ice fisherman. Okay. Me too. <laughs> With whom you can have a beautiful romance. Hey, it's John Moe, inviting you to listen to Depression Mode with John Moe, where I talk about mental health and the lives we live with all kinds of people, famous writers. David Sedaris, welcome to Depression Mode. Thanks so much for having me. Movie stars. Jamie Lee Curtis, welcome to Depression Mode. I am happy to be here. Musicians. I am in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm talking to Amy Mann. Great to talk to you. And song exploders. Rishikesh Hirway, welcome to Depression Mode. Thanks so much for having me. Everyone's opening up on Depression Mode on Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.